Hilchus Pidim Mesav and Perik Gimel. This Perik talks about the Keteris, otherwise known as incense, cleaning the menorah, or lighting the menorah rather, and the special uh, Mincha, the Kayin Gold, that's often every, offer every day. Okay, Halacha Aleph. Mitzvah say, it's a positive Mitzvah, the Hakta Keteris, Amaz Bachazahov, to offer Keteris every day on the golden Mizbeach, which is the one that was inside the Hechel, as opposed to the outer Mizbeach, that was not made of gold. Now, the truth is, even the Mizbech Hazav wasn't much made of gold completely. I think it was just gold-plated. Um, okay. Shebe Hechel was inside the temple, the base of the building. Pa'amayim b'cholyeim twice daily. It's a mitzvah to do it two times every day. Pa'abayikir in the morning, u'benabayim in the afternoon, just like the carbon tumen is done in the morning and the afternoon. Shemad says, v'yiktolov aron k'teris samim, aron will offer on it the k'teris spices, right? And so that's the pasuk which tells you it's a mitzvah. We say this every morning in the Kateris. If he didn't end up doing it in the morning, even though morning and afternoon is one mitzvah, you still could do it in the afternoon. Even if the morning even in the morning, if they if they skipped it on purpose, but in the afternoon they could still do it. So sometimes you have things as one mitzvah and you miss a part, you miss the entire mitzvah, you can't do a partial mitzvah. Sometimes you have one mitzvah counted as one mitzvah, but Nevertheless, you can still do a part of it if you don't do the other part of it. And here you could do part of it without the other part. If it's, however, the very first time you're using that mizbeach, then you only um, uh, do it in the afternoon. So, for example, the Chashmayim came to Mesa Midrash and they rededicated the mizbeach. Well, they rededicated the outer mizbeach. I don't know if they rededicated the inner mizbeach, but let's say they did both. They, if it was in the morning when they, when they got, their, uh, got, got there and were able to, to reclaim it, they were not able to offer the Kateris because you only offer the Kateris for the first time on, 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 on the inner Mizbeach. Its first time has to be the afternoon, not the morning. All right, base. How much Kateris are you mocked every day? What is the requisite? What is the, what's the required amount of Kateris that you want to bring every day? So, Mishkal Mandanarin, a weight of 100 dinar. A dinar is like a small coin, it's like 4 grams. So, 400 grams. Chamishim and 50 is offered in the morning. Chamishim Abayim, 50 in the afternoon. What if the mizbech is moved out of its out of its place? Let's say it's been it's been uprooted and it's destroyed. It's not there. You can offer the kateris in that spot, even though you don't have mizbech. is because you, you, know, you don't need that the, the mizbech itself. The mizbech it's, you, know, you need the, the makam mizbech. Fine. Um, all right. Even though it doesn't apply to every every other avoda, for other other avodas that would require the mizbeach to actually be present, so for example, sprinkling the blood and certain carbonates that require the blood to be sprinkled on the mizbeach apnimi, that would have to have the actual mizbeach. When it comes to kateris, you can offer kateris on that spot. We have a similar concept actually. You can offer offer carbonates on the makam mizbeach, even mizmanazeh, even though there's no base You don't have to have the actual mizbeach. Good, but the, the mitzvah is to build the mizbeach. But the carbonates can are valid even though there's no mizbeach. And the kateris are any carbon. Any carbon, theoretically. Uh, if we had harabayas, even though the structure is not there, we can do a carbon. No, laudafke. In other words, the dinim of offering a carbon is manazer, a carbon pesach, much more doable than other carbonas for various reasons because it's much more tchum and tzibur. And, and so what's the other reason? There's a, there's a I forgot. There's a, there's you can a re- bring it in tumor. Yeah, yeah, but that applies to every carbon. But but carbon pesach, I've got this extra, I don't remember now, there's something else that makes it even more you know, light, uh, plausible. But okay, akabonim. Good. Yeah. If the kateris, you know, flies off the mizbeach, if you look at even the small kernel, you don't put it back. Once it goes off, it doesn't go back. All right. When it comes to kerbanis of, of the 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 um, 
it comes to Karbanis in Adam is back, we said we put it back, I think. But the Kateris, you don't put it back. All right, Gimel. Beish, Makhtimah, Kateris, Mechel, Mechayim. When you offer the Kateris in the Hechel, in the building every day, in the Beis Mechel, building, Parishin, Kala, Amina, Hechel, everyone has to leave the Beis Mechel, building. Only that Kayin who's doing the Kateris can be there. And no one is allowed to either be in the area which is outside the basement of this building, west of the Mizbeach, right? So you look at this diagram over here, the gray area, right? The gray area is further west than the Mizbeach, but it's between the Mizbeach and the basement of this building, so that's the area everyone has to also move away from. So they have to move basically to where they're either parallel to the Mizbeach or east of the Mizbeach. It's not right? question. So they avoid this, the burn potatoes and the Mizbeach. Yeah. So the, the odor that it gives off, are you required to do a Baramine Basamim on it? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Pasha is not because you're not, I mean, it's not, uh, you're not like you can't have enough of it. But, uh, See, that's an impossibility though because the incense, it permeates the whole area. You can't help it. So, the, uh, so you can't. Good, good. So the question is, you make a, uh, I'm not sure. No one should be there when, until, until the person who's doing the Kateris leaves and is finished. Now, now takes this halacha that apply, uh, of the Kateris and applies the other alvedas that are done in the, inner, inner, in the inside the base of this building. When the person enters the base of this building with, with the blood of a chatas that the blood is sprinkled inside the base of this building as opposed to the outside on Yom Kippur, certain carbonis, any carbon which is brought because the Sanhedrin made an error, those type of carbonis, Again, everyone has to leave the base of English building and has to leave the area which is between the base of English and the Mizbeach. Actually, until he leaves. Shemrat says, No person should be in the Mishkan, in the base of English building, when he comes inside to atone. This is Pashtab Pshat talking about Yom Kippur. No one should be there when he goes to do Avoid in the Hechel, whether it's the sprinkling of the blood of the Karbanas, even Kippur, or the Kateris. But any time an Avoid is done in, or any Kapara, excuse me, because lighting the manure is not Kapara, right? But any Kapara, which is either the Kateris or the or sprinkling of blood of a, of a carbon of, of sorts, inside the base of Migdash building, when that happens, no one should be there, and no one should be next to it either uh, in the space between the Mizbech and the base of Migdash building. Doubt. What is the, the procedure, the order of offering the Kateris every day? The person who merits in the, every morning will learn that they had, we looked at it actually, sorry, we looked at it in the beginning of the Sefer, there was a morning lottery, right? And they had everyone, you know, kind of won, won their different jobs. The person who won the schos of uh, cleaning off the ash from the inner Mizbeach, not because it was also the outer Mizbeach, he goes into the basically this building with a keili that was Kedesh, Utini Hayeshmai was called a Tini. Like a type of uh, 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 scooper of some kind, basket of some kind. The cells of was made of gold, master kabayim vechetzi, and it hold two and a half kav. That's how big it was. All right. If you put this basket, this tenny, not well, tenny means a basket. In this case, it was actually a golden keli on the ground in front of him. Here he gives like a picture of to. to uh, no, sorry, that's not that's not correct. Wrong picture. Mm, no. Okay. Good. So the, here. So so so. Um, Tenny is the similar word by the Bikurim. Yeah, it would mean basket over here. It was a here was a golden keli. wasn't it? It was a large, you know, golden. I guess a bowl or some some kind. He puts it on the ground in front of him, which is obviously right next to the golden mizbeach. The chayifin miyadov haifin vapecham shemtecham mizbeach. He sweeps and scoops the coals and the, the ashes and the coals. Found the inner mizbeach into his hands, 
and he puts it into the, this basket from his hands. He doesn't scoop it directly off the mezbech into the basket. He puts it into his hands. Then his hands into the basket. I don't know if he had a keli or he scooped it with it. He did one hand into the other. Upon him, he did it with, uh, maybe had a, a, a broom of some kind. He scoops it into his hands, into this, into this uh, golden bowl. And then, um, uh, so in other words, uh, that's the, go- the, the, the coals and the ash. But basically, he, I, I'm not sure what it means about but he keeps doing it until he finishes scooping the entire thing into this golden bowl. Um, right? In other words, after he keep, oh, so after he keeps um, doing this and uh, and he has an amount that's very small, ah, first he scoops into his hands, from his hands into his bowl, but eventually it gets to such a small amount that's remaining, he can't scoop into his hand. He just, it, it's too small. It's like, it's, like a, it's a small amount. So he scoops it directly into the bowl, into the golden bowl. So that's what means means afterwards. Directly into the bowl. He leaves it in the hechel. He leaves this golden bowl with this uh, ash and coal that he scooped off next to it, into next to the mezbech primi. He leaves. Good. That's the guy who did the mezbech mezbech primi. The next, the Perkayan, who he, he was Zaycha, the Schos of doing offering the Kateris. Now the Kli Maldi Kateris, Godosh, he has a Kli, which is full of the, you know, full to the top. He's actually, oh, means over, overflowing, really. That's just off the top, the top of Kateris. And he, he, he has, he takes that Kaylee, right? The full of Kateris. I guess that, he, that they prepare it for him. And again, it held 50 dinarim. The Kisah it had a cover. Ubazach the cover was called a Bazach. No, sorry, the Kaylee was called. The Kaylee was called a Bazach. Yeah, that's, that, that's what it was called. Good. The Bazach is like a kind of type of ladle or a spoon. He puts this ladle into another keli, the kafish, but that was called kaf. Kaf is like an expression which also means like a spoon or a ladle, yeah? So now you have the kateris in the bazach. The bazach is in the kaf. He covers the kaf, I guess he covers the bazach as well, obviously, with a small shmata cloth. And he holds the kaf, because the bazach didn't have a handle, I guess not, but the, but the kaf had a handle. And... He uh, he holds it in his hand, and he would go into the into the heichel to the avodah. He's holding the kateris, and another kohen is holding a fire pan with fire, which we probably assume that he got from the mizbech chitzin, right? Like yesterday. Okay, halacha hey. The case of the chayseh. How does that the other kohen who's following him with the with the fire pan with the coals? How did he get those coals? So the Ram is not going in order because remember he's going backwards over here he's telling us that this guy with the katedas is going to do the kadavayda with another coin with a fire pan where did that coin get the fire from? so he, the Ram just explains how would he collect the coals for the fire pan? the person was in collecting the fire for the katedas he takes a silver fire pan he goes up to the top of the Main misbeach, mafanes agecholim outside the hechol, right? Mafanes agecholim elch veelach. He's he um. No, this this fire is burning all burning all night, right? So he has the coals that are ready to die down. Basically, he 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 spreads them, you know, around. And the coals that have been consumed from the fire on the second fire. Now, there's a second fire which is built, which is its sole purpose, like we, like we learned yesterday in Perak Beis, is to have a fire available for the katedas. And he takes those coals, and which are presumably still burning. And he goes down the That he pours him from this silver fire pan, which he collected them in, into a golden fire pan. 
the, the reason why they changed the material is because a mechal of them is basically to try to make things of gold as much as possible for the covenant for the for the the the, 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 the covenant for the representation of Ashus of Amisro, but a fire pan that is getting coals directly is going to get easily damaged. So they said in that case you have to replace it once in a while. It's going to be a waste of money. Let's let's use silver. Okay. Now when you pour from the silver fire pan to the golden fire pan, sometimes it can't be perfect. You're going to lose some coals onto the floor. So if a caver less small to the floor, you just sweep them into the uh, the amma. The basically, uh, the zara had like a little stream running through, like we, we learned. So we sweeped it into there. Now even though you're not supposed to extinguish coals from the mizbeach, because apparently they fell. They've already taken off and they fell on the floor. The kavana, the chayyim did, did not uh, consider it holy anymore. All right. So v'shabes koyif alein ha'pesachter. Now v'shabes you now sweep coals into water on Shabbos. That's called extinguishing. That's a big no-no, right? On Shabbos. So then you just cover it with the pesachter. Which is pesachter is this very large kavi we'll discuss soon. What if it was more than a kav that's spread? In that case, you recollect and put it back in the golden pan. So less than a kav, you can just leave it. More than a kav, you got to put it back in. Vav. Sorry, sorry, less than a kav, you just uh, a kav or less, you just leave it, and more than a kav, you put it back in. Yeah, vav. Okay, this besachter besides for uh, covering these coals, it had three general purposes. We just said it. You, you cover the coals with it if in, the, in the event that the large amount falls to the floor. Or you use the cover of sheretz on Shabbos. Um, because if there's a dead lizard or dead sheretz in the base of Migdash, no one should touch it, right? But you can't move it because it's mukta. I There's no drabonon in the base of Migdash on Shabbos. I'm not sure. Could be a movie. It would cause tumor. You, you, you don't want to... No. I'm not sure why they couldn't just take it out on Shabbos. I upon him. They covered yeah, it. How come they couldn't take it out? I mean, uh, I guess they out? could, but I'm not sure. I don't know why. Maybe we have to look in B.S. Amigdash. What did say over here? What we learned in uh, we said that oh, something. Unfortunately, they asked this question. No, let's see. B.S. Amigdash, Perik Gimel. He says, "Look in Halacha." It's not for the. It's not for the. For the avoider. Yes, you're saying therefore. Therefore, it's us. Only, only, only. Yeah. That which is necessary for the right uh, is a mother to do in Shams. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah. Good, I hear it. I hear it. Um, uh, so he says over here, it depends. Uh, so, if it's, if, it's if, it's <laughs> if it's a place where, like in Azara Mamish, basically, they would. They would take it out even on Shabbos. Yeah. Okay. So the Rashi there if it says what you said basically. It seems that um, no. So I care. So okay. I'm not sure why 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 it doesn't apply. Why lechera. Okay, this is Shosef for some reason. Upon him, that was a tooth to cover the coals if there was a lot to cover more to cover the sherets on Shabbos. And the other purpose of it was that they that they uh, these those are if situations. Hopefully, you didn't have to use it for those situations. But what they did use it for was that they would use it to remove the ashes from, from the mizbeach. So so. Um, like we said in Perik Beis, Halacha Yud Gimel, right? And we t- we did the Trumas Hadash, we did the Hermas Hadashin, um, and the people, you know, when when the after the, after the Kohen who did the Trumas Hadashin went down, all the Kohanim would run and they would clean off the Mizbeach. This Pesach there we learned in Perik Beis Halacha Yud Gimel was the K they use to take all this large amount of ash and carry it outside the the Azara. All right, Zion.
Okay, so this is so now. So we now we backtracked, right? We explained that one coin would take the ash from the mizbeach and put into this silver, the silver into the golden, golden keli, and the other coin would take the keteris. They went together into the hechel. Now, the guy whose job was to clean the inner mizbeach, uh, who, who already did that already, rather, and he, and he left. Right? We said, yeah, he put it down. He left. It's interesting. He would. We said before he would go into with this with this this tenny. He would clean the ash and the inner mizbeach into the tenny, and then he would leave. But then, when it was time for them to come and do the actual kateras a few minutes later, he would go back inside, take this and and, 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 and leave. Why didn't he take it with him when bishas ma'isa? I'm not sure. There's a reason for that. I forgot, I forgot the reason is. All right. Halacha zayin. Good. So so that he would leave. Now the guy who had his, in his hand the silver, no, the golden, right? Because he changed it, the golden fire pan. He gathers the gacholim. No, I mean he pours them in a collected way, in a gathered way, like in a pile. He would pour the coals on the inner mizbeach. And then he would spread them, flatten them out, using the bottom of this fire pan, right? To spread them out, like make like an even spread over this mizbeach. You would bow down, and leave. After you do your avoid, you're supposed to bow down and leave. All right. The guy who's now, I guess, there alone. Oh, not, not alone. The guy who's whole has the kaf, the spoon. In the, inside the spoon, remember, is the other keli. And inside that keli is the katerus. And he's not alone. We'll see someone else is there with him who we, we have not met yet. He takes the bazach keli from the kaf keli. Which, inside the bazach is the katerus. He gives it to a friend or relatives who he had. He slept in with him as his buddy into the, into the kodesh. Well, as we'll see soon. Why? Because you need help. But yes, and he observes. If some of the kateras spilled out from the bazach heli into the kaf, which, which is holding the bazach, right, the small bowl and the big bowl, the guy, the friend, gives, uh, pours it from the, I guess, pours it from the kaf into his his uh, hands. Together with the kateras in the bazach. And the guy who's helping him bows down and he leaves. Um, what else did we learn yesterday about being Mechanach Mizbeach? Yeah, we learned. Yeah, that, 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 one, one second. That, that, it's, it's, yeah, it's Pumfa Keret, morning and afternoon. But one second, let me, I'm, I don't want to get sidetracked him, sorry. So, so, again, to the friend, basically, if any, any of the Keteris spilled from the Bazach into the Kaf, so his friend would put that Keteris that spilled. And, okay, yeah, fine, exactly. So this guy, how does, he, how, does, how does this one client who comes in with this bowl of potatoes take the potatoes from the bowl into his hands and put it on the mezbeach without losing any of it? Somebody else has to come in and pour into his hands. That's what this guy would do. The arm just mentions also that besides pouring from the bazach into his hands, if, because 50 money could fit in your hands, 50 money, 50 money is 200 grams. What is that? Nothing. Eight ounces, like you know, you can you can fit in two hands unless you're right. Yeah? So besides that, any any criteria that's spilled into the calf, he poured into his hands as well. Okay, and he leaves. Now the guy is standing there next to the mizbeach that has all these fire coals that have been spread out onto it and it's burning, and he has the kateris in his hand. And he's there alone. But they tell the guy who does the kateris, meaning they they shout at him from outside the building, I guess. He's all right. Be careful. This is like a, a, a troubleshooting issue that I had to be reminded about. Don't start putting the kateras in the fire in front of you, right, right in front of you, and then moving your hands gradually distant away from you. You get burned. Because then as you're moving your hands away, the, the kateras are going to get burned and, and the fire, smoke's going to go up 
and it's hot, you're going to burn your hands. So therefore, rather he starts putting the kateras on the fire slowly. It's like you sift flour, meaning you move your fingers like slowly so you sit, let the kateras sift through. You, want to, you don't want to dump it in a pile over one part of the bech, you want to even spread, right? Until it gets like sifted over the entire fire, meaning you, basically here's the kateras in your hands, here's the bech in front of you. You put your hands tight over here, and then you start moving a little bit, getting closer, gradually closer to you. So as the smoke goes up, it's not burning your hands because your hands are moving gradually to you and then finally when you get the closest to you, that's when you're finished. Okay. I guess maybe you also move from side to side to make it even spread. The component idea is not to put it right in front of you and then move your hands away. Then you're going to guarantee to burn yourself. Tess. They have to mind this every day. Okay. I guess because it's also important. That's not a safety issue. If he gets like, if he messes, messes up and burns his hands and he spills it, then it's not, it has not been done ideally in an ideal way. All right. Tess. This is the last halacha that is Kateris related. He doesn't, do he doesn't do it until they tell him, be makter. The guy in charge has to shout, you know, go. Now, what happened first? They shout go or they shout, be careful, <laughs> don't burn yourself. I'm not sure. If it's a Kain Gadol, because Im Kippur, because Kain Gadol decided to do it that day, Kain Gadol could do it anyway, he has the first right to do everything. The, 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 the um, overseer says, Ishi Kain Gadol, my Kain Gadol master, Hakter, do the Kateris. After he says that, everyone has to leave. The person who does the kateris, leaves. So when they go in, this whole entourage of three people, him and his buddies are going to help him, plus the guy with the fire pan, there's other people there maybe. There's certainly people probably between the Mizbech and the building. But they say, everyone leaves. Then the guy puts the fire pan, the chayda. No, I guess putting the putting putting the the coals on the mizbeach can happen first, and then they ha- everyone has to leave. Okay, akapanim. Let's go on to the menorah. Halacha yud. Dish now menorah cleaning out the ash. The menorah of hatovas neiras and doing the hatova of the neiras. What exactly hatova is? According to the Ram, hatova is another way of saying lighting the menorah, lighting the neiras. We'll see. Other people say it just means cleaning it out, but according to the Ram, it means lighting the neiras. Okay, so um, both of those things, cleaning out the menorah. And Matos and lighting the menorah, but Ba'ikah ben Abayim morning and evening. Mitzvah say is a mitzvah say a positive mitzvah. It says Yarech Oyser Arnavam Arnav and his sons will arrange the menorah. The Adlakas Neiros and the lighting of the candles, the menorah. Deichas Shabbos is done even on Shabbos. That's a tumma. It's on the tumma as well. It's if all the kind of tumma you still do it. You go bonus shikavul and it's just like a carbon that has an established time. I it's not a carbon, but it says Shemar Ahas no tumma. They have a constant fire, and therefore he tells you it's done constantly, no matter what. Just like a carbon tumma is done constantly. How much oil should you put in every candle? Which means that the menorah was designed at those cups which I should hold half a look. Now, if, there's, if it's less, if it's designed to hold less, they made a mistake. It's still kosher, right? What's the minimum amount? What's the minimum shear? It's not clear what, what the minimum shear is. If it has to be half a look or not. All right. It says, From morning until evening. So why half a log? Make enough that should burn from morning to night. Half a log is how much? To reveal which is seven ounces. Yeah, that's enough. If unless you have a wick that's as thick as thick as thick as a torch, it'll burn through the night. Even though according to the Ram, is lit morning and evening. The first time you do it, if you it has to be the new menorah. You have to do it in, in, in the afternoon. So again, the Chashmonim came to. We conquered the base of Mikdash. If it was the morning time, they couldn't light the menorah because you have to you have to light the menorah the first time. Dafka in the afternoon. All right, you'd base right. So the menorah is dafka afternoon. The mizbech of the afternoon. 
the largest v'achadavka in the morning. So I'm not sure when they came in the morning or the afternoon, but they had to skip some of the avodah because you can't, uh, whichever, whichever time of day it was, because the everything was brand new. The manure was stolen, it says in, in, in the historical svarim. Mizbech was avodah zara. They had to be mechanach and mezbech. It's called Chanukah, and the inner mezbech also the chayda that was pashas. They had to be mechanach and, and you know make a new make a new one. All right, you base. Umau dushan hamaner. What is this dushan hamaner? What is the removal of the ash? Call nerish. How do you do this? Call nerish. Call by any nair which has been extinguished. Based up because in other words, yeah. Sometimes you come in the morning and and some nair is not extinguished, but any nair which was which went out, I guess burnt out. Let's say or went out. Meisah psila v'chol hashem and shabaner mechanachay. You take out the wick. You take out you take out all the oil. And you wipe it out. You put a new wick in. And a new oil that is with the right amount. took a half a look, right? Two reviews and seven ounces. You know, you don't say, oh, there's so much oil left over. Why, let's not waste it. No, you have to clean out all the oil. And then you, after cleaning it all out, it's not mash. It had to be mamish spotless, like it couldn't be even, even moist. But I guess to the best of your ability. What do you do with the manera, with the oil? And the wick that you cleaned out, I mean, that's the shmata you used to absorb the oil of Pashas, yeah? But what do you do with that and, and the wick? The mashlich of makamadashan, it's a mazbeach. We put it with the, the familiar makamadashan next to the mazbeach, the same place we learned where you put the ash from the trimasadashan, and the same place you put the parts of the bird, right? In Madishan mazbeach, in a place where. Same place you put the, you put the, 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 the ash from the inner and uh, and outer mizbech cleaning. Ah, so you clean off the ash from both the inner and outer mizbech. Both of those was placed in that spot. Okay. Umadlik ner shikava. You light the ner that was extinguished. Good. So after you clean it out, you have to you have to put, you have to you have to fill it, put the, for the proper oil and the wick, and then you then you, then you light it. Hadlokas ner is he hatavasam. Hadlokas ner is hatava. So it says in the pasuk according to. Lighting a new wick. Right. The point is, he's saying that the nair shakava. You basically, we're saying is that you. It, uh, the, 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 the cup holder that doesn't have any more uh, a lit candle. Yeah. So was, besides, for he, he starts the halacha by saying, any nair which gets extinguished, you remove the wick, you clean out the candle, you clean out, clean out the oil. Excuse me. Yeah. You put new oil in. You uh, take. And a nupsila. Yeah, new a nupsila, Absolutely. You take the old oil and wick. You put it next to the mizbeach. In, 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 in addition, and you light a new candle, right? Because because. Um, yeah, because In other words, you first you clean it out and you put it in the where it's supposed to be. Then you light the manure. Again, not, this thing I buy from Masada, we say like a backerbonus, is not a hundred percent quadrama. But the point is, is yeah, that there's a lot, most, a lot, most, most in the same order. Good. So you clean out the old manure, put it in its in its spot, and you light the light the new light the new in there. Hadlokas manure is yatavasam. Hadlokas manure is just hatava. So when it says in kabbonus in the morning. Um, Every morning, when he's made to the nerves, you should offer him the kateris. The Amman says that means that when you offer the kateris in the morning, you should light the menorah. According to other people, it doesn't mean no, just clean the menorah out, you don't light it. But the Amman says it means to light it in the morning as well. What happens if one of the nerves has a different name for cleaning? Cleaning is, uh, in the Correct. Other, the other says yeah, exactly. And right, exactly. That's an opinion. So, what if one of the candles is still burning? Happens sometimes, especially if it's a short summer night. Yeah, and you put, always put the same amount. But, you just uh, fix it up. You put enough oil, make sure it's good. So, you only have to clean out all the oil if the candle went out. If the candle is still burning, you pour more oil, you, and you let it, and, and, then, and then you're good. Okay? You're Dalit. You're Gimel. thank you. Okay, let's remember, according to the Rambam, the Menorah was ran north south. 
So all the candles were equally Eastern Western. So Nehmeravi, the Western candle, which pointed out which is the Western, all the same. It means the middle one. That's called the Western there because apparently it was like facing, it was more like tilted, like the opening. Close to the Kodesh. Yeah, close to the Kodesh. So Nehmeravi Shekhova, the Western, the famous Hashim of the Rebbe, Nehmeravi Shekhova, Nehmeravi Shekhova, there was Marach about this, and it's a very, very, very obviously deep and difficult concept to understand this different shit this over here. But the Ram says that if it's the Western candle that was extinguished, Ein Madikin Oisoy Achar Dishanoi, Unlike we said in the Lachid other candles, you don't light it immediately after putting it out. Sorry, wrong. So every candle is extinguished, you relight it. Now, where do you get the fire from? The Nemar Avi if it wasn't extinguished, you just said, you put the right one with the oil and invite it to the fire and let it burn weiter, assuming the wick is big enough. If, you know, if this happens a few days in a row, you got to eventually change the wick also. It's practical, right? Our Kaponim, you have to light it from the Mizbech HaChitzin, the same special fire that was designated to light. That's in fire. You took you took fire from there, the uh, a fire from there, a, a, a piece of the coal to light the nemaravi. Avoshar neres other can other other neres coal neres shikov man. Anyone who got who got extinguished, it has to be relit. Madlikim neres chaver that can be lit from the one next to it. So if it all went out, you had to light the nemaravi from the fire that came off the mizbech chitzin. And then you could light uh, the two ones next to it, and those two next to it, and those next to it, eventually all the nearest. Why by Hanukkah can't we light one to another? The Gemara talks about that. In fact, those that say you're allowed to, so Hanukkah, I'll din, you're allowed to. It's not considered COVID, though. That's the thing. So, so halach yidal. Ketz madlikayim. How do you light it? What's the procedure? Do you have a shamus? No, you don't have a shamus. The wicks were long. You could like you know they were they were long. They like they had like a long wick and it was like a spiral that sat in the in the cup, and you kind of pull it out, extend it over to the next one next to it, and you put it back after after it catches. Because the now you say why can't you take the actual uh, cup and holding the oil out? The answer is no. They were they were attached to the manure. They weren't just sitting there like our, our glass cups are sitting in the manure we have sometimes. And to take up some match and light one and light the one next to it, that's called a bazillion. Even though it's for the purpose of lighting the one next to it, but to take like a match or like a, a shamus of some kind and the, and to light the nemaravi, let's say. From this, the and then, is a gift. I'm sorry, light, light this candle from the Nemaravi, and then use this candle to light the, the, the other Neris, that was, not, that was not appropriate. That was a bazillion. Therefore, you have to actually extend the wick itself, per se, to the one next to it. So you have the candles over here, you extend the wick to this one to light it, you extend each one to the one next to it. Not, you don't have like a, go, a, 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 a twig or a match in between. That's called a bazillion. That's not nice. Tesvav. All the wicks we said, you're not allowed to use them on Shabbos, different materials that don't burn well, flax, I think, right? They're not allowed to be used for the Menorah. It says, they're tamed to raise a constant fire. In other words, it should be a very good quality, self-sustaining fire. It should be burning on its own properly. Then we looked, I think, where in Hilchas, somewhere other, they used, they used to use the kind of big kahuna. they would make the from the one I picked the corner, they made nairis, uh, wicks for the manure, right? And for the the special torches that lit up the Azura on Spichmish Sheva. And there's a reason why the Dafka used, there's a reason why Dafka used which begotten for which purpose. I forgot the whole beer. All right, anyway. Test Zion. Lohir made the best One second. You would not light all the nairis, all the candles at once. So you would think, he goes in, whatever is not lit, you light it. And and or you correct it, you make sure it has enough oil, you fill it up, whatever. All seven at one time. That's not the case. Elamate to the Hamish Nairis and Mafsi light five 
take a coffee break, not a coffee break, we'll see what's then you go out and light the other two. In order to be margish, impress the whole Azar. The light of the was a very, you know, uh, important thing. And therefore, they, they, they did Dafkin two shots. Why five and two? Why not three and four? We say every morning, yeah? That. Um, that the between the five and the two, you had the dama tamid, checking the carbon tamid, sprinkling the blood. But according to the Ramam, there was actually something else that was also done. I think according to the Ramam, the dish was a primi. By us here, it says, was kreid matavish chamesh neris. According to the Ramam, I think it was after. And I think it's funny, I think in the Machsim Kippur, we go according to the Ramam, we describe the kreid of the I'm pretty sure we go according to them that uh, okay. I compare between the two the two sessions of Lion of Manager, there was uh, another Avaita. And again, the Ram says it's for the purpose of being Margish, that Azura, people should realize that the Manager is being lit. You know, if you missed it, missed it, missed it the first time, you can watch the second time or whatever. Okay, good. Be aware of the second time. Okay, Yud Zain. Kol ner any candle shakov that got extinguished. Madika Yisimanirachemehen. You light it from the candle next to it or from another candle, as you said. The kids that said the hatov. What is the order of lighting the menorah? Zeh zechav edisha menorah. The person zechan in cleaning out the menorah. Nichas eklibiyadi. He goes into the heichel with a keli. Kuzma was called the kuz. The shalzavai was made of gold. The daimon lekisin godlu was like a large pitcher. Dasha bayasap silish, and he cleans into it the wick shakov that distinguished from this. Hashem and the oil shneshabener which was made in the candle. So he cleans all that into this into the buz. Umeit the chamisha neres. Then he. Corrects he he he, he lights the five candles. And he puts the kuz down in front of the mirror. There was a stepping stone ladder of stepping stepping ladder of three stones three steps in front of the mirror. He would put it on the second step. And he would leave. Afterwards, later after he did the two the other aveda, he would come back in and, and do the other two candles. Light And he would take this kuz in his hands. And he would leave. And he doesn't say this, but I guess you would dump it in the Besadeshin, where he's supposed to, next to the ramp over there, in the, in the, basically close to where the ramp touches the Mizbech on the eastern side. All right, Now we're going to go on to the last topic of the parak, which is the, the carb and the Kohen Gadol bought every day, or the Minchah you bought every day. Chavite Kohen Gadol, the Chavite Kohen Gadol, the carb and Minchah Kohen Gadol bought every day, mitzvah sasei lahakirim b'choyim, it's a mitzvah to make it every day, mechzah, wake your half of the Eimer in the morning, imetam shashachar, along with the, the, the morning tamid, umechzah b'nabayim, tamshim b'nabayim, the other half in the afternoon with the afternoon tamid. But needing it, making it, that's a Shabbos, that's a tumor, are done even on Shabbos, and done even if, even if, the, even if um, the Tzibur is Tameh, or even if the Kalim are Tameh. I don't think this means it's done if the Kohen Gadol is Tameh, um, but it means that if, if the situation where there is Tumor of the Tzibur, again, like because it's considered carbon Tameh, it displaces the Lahach of Tumor. Yeah. The Chal carbon is man. Like any carbon has a set time. Shemrat says tufine. The word tufine means shitehei no. It should be it should be uh, nice. Rama is being a right to the fact that it should be baked fresh every day. and not do it the day before. So therefore, you didn't bake the erev Shabbos for Shabbos. You baked the Shabbos morning because it's tufine means it should be like a high quality, which means it has to be done fresh. But additionally, another reason why you can't do an erev Shabbos for Shabbos is because if you bake it the day before. To possibly it's going to possibly seeing over Friday night. Because the Macheshish pan which they would bake it in was a Klikodesh Kodesh of Yanu. Once it's in the Klikodesh, it's, it's Kodesh, and if it, if, it, if it sits overnight, it comes possible by, by Lina, right? That's halacha. It becomes possible by waiting overnight in the Klikodesh. So you have a, two reasons why you can't do it. Yutes. 
Techinas, salt on, grinding the flour or the wheat. Barakadosh and sifting it. Bachutz was done outside the It's not considered avoda. We don't even buy non koyin lechayda. Right? They had the special special section where it was prepared. Actually, I think it happened to be in Azara actually, mm-hmm. but it didn't ha- it didn't have to be in Azara, You're saying though, maybe maybe it was takadon outside the outside the. Yeah, Lishka's chavita I think was in the Azara, if I recall, but I guess that's where they brought in the flour pre sifted and that's where they baked it. Okay. That is not the Shabbos because that could be done before without impacting the freshness. And it's not in the Klikodesh, therefore it's not possible. Enough. So, Ere of Shabbos, they would, they would prepare the flour for Shabbos. It's interesting to light the menorah when we lit it on Shabbos. 100%. Shechem Karben also is not right? I would assume the basement of the Mishkan. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly, 100%. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, that's, that's, that's what you had, right? The avoid of. Yeah. So it's a chaykes. Is it from the avoid in the mishkan or from the avoid to make the mishkan? Because making the mishkan also has to have fire. It's a, it's about, I don't think it's like yehalach but it's a chaykes. I don't know about Yishami or between Tanoi maybe. What exactly is the marker for the malacha? But it doesn't. It has not. It's not yehalach lemaisa. Everyone agrees with the malachas are. I don't think it's any, any halachic uh, relevance. Well, well, it, it, it's purely academic. It's very different than the preparation or the actual. No, it was. It was the question is why can't I shech the animal on Shabbos? Is it because it was part of the avodah the Mishkan every day shech the animal, or is it because they shech the animals to make the skins for the to prepare for the for the for the for the, for the, the covering? Either way, shech is also. Awesome. There's no difference in my something that, as far as I know. All right. Who is maker of half of the chavitin um, on the morning they supposed to? Amazed, they passed away. And he became tummy. Now he can't be the king godly anymore temporarily. Or the more he got a more right. The finger got chopped off. So now he's possible. And they put a new coin in his place. A new king godly. He shouldn't bring his own half of an omer from his house. Remember, omer has to be a full omer really. Nor should he bring the chatzis on the first king godly because it's not his. It has to be the king godly. Own flower. That's the din. It has to be his own. We said, we said it has to be Mishalai, right? Ella maybe you saw in Shalom, because he has to be his own fully sarin. Then he divides it. He's makrav half of it, like he's supposed to for the afternoon. Machsov, and half of it gets destroyed. Um, uh, by you, it's a new halacha now? Chafalaf? Okay, Chafalaf. So, Name two. So why did we say that Tumma is Deifa and here it's not? So, very good. Because I, I think I said over there that not talking about a case in the Kayan Godly comes Tommy. The case, for example, the tzibur becomes tummy, or the kalim becomes tummy. So the kalim becomes stainless itself. Mm, no, but let's say, for example, let's say, for example, the um, all the kalim is the tummy. The din. Let's say all the kalim become tummy. The din is that tumud is considered the chuya, and therefore we do the avoda with the tummy kalim. So even though we have no we have no tahar kalim to do the avoda of the michas we do it anyways. That's that's what he means when he says the kengod became tummy. He's an individual, he's not Tzibur. Oh. He's an individual, therefore he's an important individual, but he's, he, he, when he becomes Tommy, he's not... Uh... Yeah, now, if everyone became Tommy, then it's okay if he's Tommy as well. So it wouldn't, wouldn't be a problem. The problem is everyone's tar. No, the problem is everyone's tar and he became Tommy, so not the Chuyah. Over, over there, yeah, over there, right, over there, the Chuyah he could do it himself. Yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly, right, exactly, that's exactly the point. In the Chanami, so let's, why did I say example with the Kalev? Everyone became Tommy, Kalev included, so he... Does the chavitin with the betuma? Nimtu turns out shnei chasayin kreivim. Yeah, that you have two halves who are makriv. Right, half in the morning, half in the afternoon. Shei chasayin avedin. The two halves get lost. Right, the half of the king who became tummy or passed away, and this guy, the new king half that gets 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 destroyed. 
These two halves, you let, let them get, like, you, you, you destroy them, you let them get lost, so to speak, or let, let them get destroyed. But you don't just burn them right away, you wait till they become moldy and you can't recognize them anymore. Then you take them out of the base of and you burn them then. It's not by covenant to burn them in a fresh state. What happens if the king Gadol, he prepares the morning, he does the morning chavitin, and the afternoon one gets lost, or a sheriff falls into it. So the same thing applies, the same thing applies. He has to bring a whole new oymer, Half gets gets destroyed, and half he, he half is left to, to to rot, and then it's burned, and half he offers. The hechel seif and Where do you burn it? Ba'azara, not in the base. Had seif outside Yishlaim in the azara, because any pshul that happens in the azara, you burn it in the base in the azara, right? Not in the one in the harabayis. Chav base, base king on the. This one is interesting. I'm not sure I understand completely. Base king on the b'shach is king on the past me in the morning. After he offered the morning chavitin, half of the yisarn, but minu kain achen have not yet appointed new king gadol. His Yarishim, which, which, you know, presumably are Kahanim, right? Yeah. I mean, theoretically, it could be not Kahanim, right? Let's say he married a, let's say he, let's say he, uh, he married a Grusha, and then now he, uh, he divorced her. So he has a son who's a Chol. But yeah, Lechair not. Yeah. So his, his, his Yarishim, who are Kahanim, Lechair, right? And if it's kids, if he has no kids, his brothers, right? It could be even his father, theoretically. So they bring a full story of Rukhapur Asai, even though that Kahanim Gedalim. The din is not just on the king gadol as an individual; it's a chiv on the base of niggush to have the carbon brought. They have to bring it for his, you know, his kapara, his neshama, so to speak. For eisin, eisin chavitin, make it chavitin. Shleima, eisin to kriyavu. It's makiv a whole thing, not a half, a half, a fully sarin in the afternoon. Even though usually in the afternoon it's just a half sarin. They bring a fully sarin, a full emer, and they offer it on, on his behalf. Meis king gadol kaidim shakiv abayker. What happened in the morning is. Is, it's, it's good. Is null and void? Or? No, he, he did in the morning and he passed away. So, in the, But in the afternoon, because there's no, no, no king god, they bring a full Isaran on his behalf. As opposed to bringing a half of his. Exactly. Now, what happens if he passed? Sense. I mean, if they have to make up what the loss of, of, the, of the king god is death, did half of the job. Let them do the other half. Yeah, good question. I'm not sure. By studies, it depends if you're the king god or not the king god. It's for the king god. King god himself brings half. Because yes, the din is to bring a full, a full, a full emir. So when you, you you can count that, either two different kinds of daily even you can count the two halves together. But if it's not a king gadol; it's just a person we're going to have on behalf of the king gadol. Like over here, it says Yerushim. We're not going to have the daily There, you can't even start. That's what advice this. What's the problem? What, what's the purpose of this sagan? There's the, the sagan moves right into. You're asking why the king gadol wasn't appointed. I don't no, know. The scout went on vacation. You said he, he said the king gadol wasn't available. Whatever. The king gadol died. He dies, the Sagan moves in automatically. So you're asking me why there's no, no new Kayan Gadl? I, I don't know, that's the fact. There was no new Kayan Gadl, for whatever reason. Oh, this is a yes. particular, a particular yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, Mace King Gadl, the Kayan however, in the morning he passed it before the Chasrevitin, and they don't have no Kayan Gadl. So, Makiv and I say, Saran Shalom Baker, you do it fully Saran in the morning, the Saran Shalom Baker, and fully Saran in the afternoon if they still have not yet brought a Kayan Gadl. I guess you have a new Kayan Gadl in the afternoon, then you bring a half a Saran in the afternoon, Mr. Tamber. Oh, and he, oh, sorry. If it, so you bring the Yisrael Shalom in the afternoon over here because there's no new Kohen Gadol. If a new Kohen Gadol is appointed by the afternoon, the new Kohen Gadol brings only half his Yisrael so and half gets lost. I get it. The, the din of Chatz Yisrael is by a Kohen Gadol. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not, 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 yeah. Not, 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 yeah. Not, 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 even though you bring a full Yisrael, but you, know, you, you bring the same amount of oil and the same amount of Levayna. Even though it's a full Yisrael, it's double the amount. You do three lugans of oil and a Kohen Gadol. You do three lugans of oil and a um, uh, the sar, the fully sar in the morning gets uh, one and a half lugan and a half a kaimitz. And again, a, a, a lugan and a half and a half a kaimitz in the afternoon. So ultimately, you're offering the, the right amount of the two halves of three lugan, but you're offering double the amount of the flour.